Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Imperfect Parenting Podcast. I'm really, really glad to see that you've had an upgrade here, Rob. <laughs> In your office, the brown couches are not as brown anymore. Yeah, it's looking lovely, Rob. Well done. <laughs> but yeah, last time we were talking about expectations and how expectations, I think, relate to anxiety and depression. Um, and uh, yeah, I was I finished off talking about how I need to understand a bit more about how depression and anxiety are different, and what like what are the differences. And and you kindly promised that you would uh, talk a little bit to that. So I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Great, Stu, and hi there, and hello to everyone. Yes, I, I made this ridiculous promise to try again to differentiate between anxiety and depression, um, and hopefully in a way that's useful for us as parents. Um, they are different, but they're often linked. And again, for me, when I talk to young people about anxiety and depression and the way that they're linked, I use the metaphor of a wave and uh, describe it as anxiety being the, the building up of the wave, the gathering of the wave. So it's that type of uh, upswelling of tension, worry, what if, you know, that type of, uh, of inner experience. Um, and then the crash of the wave would be the gloom that comes when all of us, children included, start to imagine without realizing uh, that bad thing happening and feeling like that is going to happen. And this is the link, I think, between anxiety and depression, why often they go together, is that anxiety will be around the things that we fear or don't want to happen. Um, and then imagining, as we do and can, those very awful things happening and starting to think, well, maybe they've even happened already. What's the point? You know, I can't improve on on my lot, on my circumstances. And I think that that goes some way towards um, explaining or describing the close tie or, or in a connection between um, anxiety and low mood. They are different though. I think one of the things for me as a parent is I found that anxiety, when my kids worrying, are worrying or are anxious, um, I actually don't find that a difficult emotion. It might at times be irritating because we're busy, we've got a, a day to get underway or we've got places to get to and our kids are anxious and it can be frustrating to have to stop and try and you know, encourage them forward and get them you know, to, to take on what they need to take on. But it's not a particularly difficult emotion for us as parents, I don't think. Um, and oftentimes our kids can have what we feel are childlike fears or childlike concerns that we feel warmth towards. We feel like we can encourage them, we can reassure them, we can say, no, I'll be there, don't worry, it's okay. And we sort of, it draws, if you like, the comforter in us, the encourager in us. And so anxiety has a lot to do with that, alarm or tension or, or what if, what if this thing happens. Depression, though, low mood, that's harder. Um, for any young people, person that I see, and, 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 and when my, my own children are feeling down, um, I get more distressed, more anxious um, when they feel that way. Um, and I think it's because um, it comes with a heaviness, an emptiness. It's a sense of the child's spark or zest or normal, natural exuberance you know, dying out to some degree. And it's, for me, much more alarming. Uh, 
and also because depression is, is dangerous. Um, unfortunately, it does carry the risk of self-harm. It does carry the risk of the child acting out in some really awful way or, you know, uh, heaven forbid, taking their lives. So it's got a real risk to it, and uh, it makes me worry more. Um, and certainly as a parent, I feel like I've found anxiety easier to manage. Low mood hits me harder, um, and I feel more distressed and more alarmed and want to, you know, really step in and, and help my child um, a lot more urgently, if you like, than if if one of them was worrying. So I think it also we feel different, different inside when our kids are battling with either of those emotions. Or let's put it this way, because they so often go together when one of those emotions is dominating. So again, an, an anxious child can feel a bit down and a down child can feel, you know, quite anxious at the same time. They often are there together. Okay, so just, just going back to that, that metaphor of the wave, so anxiety, would you say, I mean, I, I'm just trying to think of examples of, of, of my kids, but there's there's actually quite a lot of energy. There's quite a lot of, you know, um, and if you can redirect that energy, if you can, you know, so as you say, a lot easier, whereas depression is kind of all that energy is gone and now it's just, it's just a gloomy um, sort of lying on the bed, uh, curled up or, or whatever it, it, it might might play but do you have do you have any examples of of like how you notice okay this is this is a, de- a depressed child like you know th- this is an example of this and this is an anxious child yeah and by the way I mean I like the way you've put it I think that's it for me that both as a therapist and as a parent there's an energy and anxiety that one can direct you know, the child is still leaning into their life in some shape or form, even though they may be avoiding stuff that's hard and what have you. But the point is there's, an, uh, there's, a, there's a level of activity or, or, or still a, a level of interest in the world that, they, that the child is worried about, and one can work with that and redirect it. Whereas, as you quite rightly say, with low mood, there's a dropping away of energy that we now want to somehow try and uh, reignite or instill and it's, it's harder work in a way to do that um, I think it's fair to say that look, look when it comes to low mood um, one of the things that I will do is to find out more about what's going on so there will be clues there if a, chi- if, if a child starts to talk about things that they are, they are fearing or things that, that are, are bothering them they, they're imagining something in the future that you know, they're scared about or what have you. It's obvious signs of anxiety. And you will also see it in their, um, in their postures, um, in the way they're carrying themselves. You can, you can see a child who is anxious or, or fearful, if you like. They're those obvious, um, you know, facial signs and body tension and what have you. And also, you know, through what they're telling you. You know, there's a test uh, today and you know... Uh, my teacher gets so angry, you know, it's a sign of, um, you know, it's scary. And we feel it too, we resonate with that. Whereas if the child won't get out of bed, as you say, or, you know, won't get out of their room or, you know, has withdrawn in some way and, you know, it's this thing of I'm no good at maths, I don't think I can ever get it right. The things that they talk about, you know, um, I can't do it. I don't want to go to school anymore, you know. Um, No one there likes me. You know, those type of things that make you think, well, my child has given up 
on his world. Um, there's an aspect of it that he feels like he can't do. The hallmarks again of, of depression are hopelessness. We spoke about that last time. And also helplessness, feeling stuck, feeling you know, no agency. We spoke about that word last time. There's nothing that I can do that can make this situation better. So it's that kind of, of despair, I guess. Um, so I've given you a, bit, a little bit of a hodgepodge of a description there, but I think it's alongside the way the child talks, how does he or she look as they describe what the problem is. Also the problem itself will give us as parents clues. Um, you know, the feelings that we get as we listen to them talk, um, what sort of resonance do we feel inside of us? Um, all of those would be signs for me as to which again is prominent because oftentimes the two go together. A child who tells me that um, you know he can't do maths is very likely to also feel anxious as he goes into the maths lesson. So typically speaking, the two go together in some shape or form. Okay, that's really helpful, Rob. And we've spoken quite a lot about what to do I think with anxiety specifically and not as much maybe about depression and and what to do we did we did do a little bit on it but um but you know if i think about myself and depression you know when, when i'm feeling a down or, or, or low mood um i've learned these things that i do <laughs> you know and one of the things is to get out and go for a run or to talk to someone that I know, um, you know, cares about me and and is is gonna gonna actually uh, listen and and engage. But generally, activity um, tends to be the thing that I need to get out and do something uh, physical uh, that 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 helps me actually, you know. And the thinking side of things isn't actually as important. I don't know if that makes sense to you, Rob. It does, Stu, and I think it's highly relevant for children and teens as well to help them to see and to and to start to do the things that help them um, and you've mentioned some already exercise would be massive activity um, doing things getting involved in our days it certainly helps a heck of a lot and i think it's brilliant for our children to see that and also you mentioned talking engaging with others we you know we don't have to and neither do our kids have to talk about depression um, but even just engaging with other people entering into social space is very good for us because our minds then focus on engagement with with people um, and that on its own can be a, a massive tonic um, knowing that again you know loneliness disconnection isolation withdrawal uh, depression feasts on that so anything that gets us into the day and into the social uh, spaces is brilliant and I think that we we want our kids to know that because we want them to you know be intentional and to know why we're encouraging them to do the things that we're encouraging encouraging them to do I do want to say though that as loving parents when we get the chance we won't get many because time is always tight in families and also the moment or the opportunity doesn't always present itself but when it does I very much want us to help our kids understand that kind of in the in, in the depth of the belly talk. What is what is the the underlying conversation that I'm having inside? You know that unconscious uh, sort of self talk going on. 
you know, so here I am with my friend Sarah, but what am I busy saying to myself in a beyond words kind of way? Because that's where depression and anxiety, or depression in particular, operates. And we will be doing our children an enormous favor to help them to bring that nearly always unspoken material out into the light through language, talking with us about their deepest, darkest misgivings and fears about themselves, about the world, about their futures. Helping them say it is absolutely brilliant because all of us, young and old, must guard against what's called rumination. I think we've spoken about that before, which is that self-talk. The thing about rumination, though, again, is that it's different from normal everyday conversation. It happens, it's almost dreamlike. It happens in a beyond words kind of way where we are, if you like, in inverted commas, saying stuff to ourselves about ourselves and the world and our futures, but not using words. It's more using images, very powerful deeply emotionally infused laden ways and that's where the impact the hit if you like of depression sits it really is a belly thumping experience um, that drains all of us and the point is it happens in the mind and so I do want kids to know what to do at night when they're on their own lying in bed waiting to go to sleep where dear soul is your mind I mean, this this sounds like something we need to talk about a bit more, Rob, and um, and what to do with. But for me to to kind of think about it for myself, maybe would be helpful. One of the things that I struggle with, I think I've mentioned this before, is I I find myself getting overwhelmed, all right, with all that I've got in front of me, with the work, specifically with the work that, that that I do. And I think what I've identified is that um, when I start to feel gloomy, it's basically me telling myself deep down that this is never going to get better <laughs> this is this is this is not this is i'm going to just be like this for the next you know 20 years i'm kind of trapped in this in this sense of of just constant and 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 just starting to acknowledge that that's what i'm telling myself which is which is actually not true as much as it feels true at times uh, it's not true would that be something like what you're talking about Sure, that's a brilliant example, and for me that that indicates or illustrates the wave, if you like. So I imagine that for you, uh, the the feeling overwhelmed would be an anxiety type of feeling, as you imagine all the long list, the too long list of things that you need to do, that you need to get done, and that ghastly sense of I don't have enough time, I don't know if I'm going to get it done, and it's a horrible feeling, you know. Yeah really tough to get into at the start of the week feeling that way and then what happens is that a part of you and a part of all of us then imagines beyond our awareness not getting it done and then there's usually some horrible barbs and kickers in the mix uh, along the lines of we imagine the disappointment that other people feel or you know towards us their sort of criticism of us now you know there you go you know Stu Walker didn't do what he said he was going to do again and the sense of oh my word you know I'm, I'm not a good person it's, it seems like you've had experience of this Rob <laughs> <laughs> so isn't it powerful and that's the wave that I speak of you know the, and the way again that anxiety and low mood are fused and I want to say you know that 
at this time, you know, we, 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 we're talking about COVID, um, and I know that it's a fast-moving terrain. So I still think that what we're talking about is relevant, though. But, you know, the COVID scenario is unfolding all the time. But the thing about it is that, you know, COVID comes with anxiety and depression. It absolutely carries that wave all the time. So one vaccine, two vaccines, booster shot, should I? What about side effects, etc.? All of us go through the whole gamut of what ifs. And then, of course, there's the crash of the wave in terms of, you know, uh, it won't leave us or, you know, uh, someone I imagine might die or, you know, uh, the world that I love and the, and the hopes that I've held and the hopes that I've held for my children won't come to pass. And those things are also there lurking underground all the time, I think, really threatening to snare us and turn our days into, you know, pretty despondent patches. So all of us have to guard against this very powerful, you know, wave and this undertow of gloom and despondency that is there. Um, I was talking to a musician just the other day and uh, we were talking about the I think the massive importance of the arts at the moment I think we have a desperate need the whole world has a desperate need for music for the arts for drama we really need that and I said to him you know for me it's not so much that artists have to portray gloom it can be like really happy stuff but what what it will help us to identify is just how sad we all are And when I said this to him, I realized I've got a lot of sadness in me that I'm carrying all the time. But usually I'm not even aware of it, um, except maybe late at night. Thanks, Rob. I think we've got more to talk about here. Yeah, I think that's really, really helpful stuff. And just especially helpful to, again, think about how we become more aware as parents of ourselves and then also help our kids become more aware of what's going on inside of them. Good.